you know, last week it was, is this it? You know, is this all I'm supposed to have? And today, it's what else can't I eat? Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is for women and men over 30 who wants to achieve success in their fitness journey. And I'm going to help you do just that. But first, I got to ask you, have you ever stepped on the scale and saw that no weight has been lost over the past couple of days? And you realize I hit a plateau. I'm going to tell you what I did to get over that, and hopefully that can help you get over yours. But first, a word from our sponsors. Are you looking for a personal trainer that will focus on you to help achieve success in your fitness journey? If yes, please book your in-person or Zoom one-on-one personal training sessions with me, Christian Evans, at christiansweightsuccess.net. Thank you, thank you, thank you for staying tuned to the Success Fitness Podcast. Today is Thursday. June the 15th, 2023. Jumping right into it, right from where I left off last week, or no, that was the week before, about villainizing food. Stop villainizing food. You know, last week it was, you know, is this it? You know, is this all I'm supposed to have? And today, it's what else can't I eat? And these three topics that I've been talking about for the past three podcasts have been what I've been going through. It's what I've been going through on this this juice fast. Today is is day 95, right? So day 95. So for those who may be new listening to this Success Fitness podcast, you have to go back. I believe it may have been episode 199 or 200 that will give you clarity on the the number 95. Is it really 95 in the essence of you've gone 95 days on a juice fast? Eh, I'm not going to answer yes or no. But for those who have been listening, you, you all know I went over that in my previous episode. So these are three things that have been just on my mind lately. Oh, and this is why I recorded them in the podcast and how I normally write my podcast. I have ideas. I have different ideas that I have in my own folder in my, my notes, team, iOS, team, Apple, team, Apple, if you're team, Apple, leave a comment in the comment section, but my notepad on my phone, I'm always jotting down ideas some of them are incomplete and some of them may just come from a conversation I may have uh, had with someone and it was my take or their take or, you know, their POV or just, you know, observing the world, observing the culture, observing everything. But when I did the podcast about stop villainizing food, um, it was another revelation and oh, another revelation that came out of you know this, this diet, this juice fast, losing weight, and and all of that, and something else that came out of that, in addition to, is what else can I eat? What what else can't I eat? Do you ever feel like that when you're on your your diet, or whether you're on your diet right now? Um, and I do want to change that that name in regard to culture of how we view you know a diet. Because it's like a double a double entendre where, where one word can mean multiple things. Um, 
at least for me, I can speak for myself. When I hear diet, I get a little cringe in my stomach. No, no pun intended from like a negative point of view. You know, you ever hear a negative word and then you get that kind of cringe. But then, you know, diet is your intake. Right. So I think I want to try to start calling it, you know, intake. But, you know, we we tend to think of our diets as suffering, you know, going without our favorite foods. My favorite foods are sweets and starches, which probably majority of America is. But sweets, cakes, cookies, ice cream, candy bars, all that, anything with, you know, uh, what do you call it? Sugar, sugar, right? The the bad sugar, right? Um, and starches, like I love potatoes. I love potatoes, Yukon uh, potatoes, Idaho potatoes, or sweet potatoes. I love them. I love them. I love them. And uh, matter of fact, I had some this weekend. I had some this weekend. I'm going to tell you all about that, but you have to stick to the end of the podcast for me to tell you about all of that. But we tend to think of, our diets as suffering, like going without our, our favorite foods, like, Oh my God, I got to stop eating this. And it's this dramatic effect. It's this, you know what? I've been jonesing for pizza lately, but I'm trying to get better at eating better, not eating out so much and subscribing to the, we got food at home mentality. So I chose to cook what I bought from Sam's salmon prices have been so high, but Sam's had it $5 off today. Last week, I found a bag of quinoa there for about $8. Since my vegetable supply of meal prep is running low, I also picked up some fresh broccoli. By the time I realized it, I had cooked everything in my e-cookbook. What to meal prep for beginners? Not only will you get three recipes for one high protein meal under 600 calories, you'll also get a free workout ebook. Get 10% off when you sign up to my weekly newsletter. The link will be in the description and the link tree in my bio. Download your copy today. You know, this big sigh, like, oh, I gotta do this as if the, the, the foods that you have to eat or you have to correct yourself on eating or your, your current intake of is probably more, you know, fresher, um, ingredients, fresher products, um, fresh produce, more produce, more vegetables and, um, and fruits, you know, and less drinks, less sugary drinks and things like that. Right. So going without those, all those, and I don't want to call it cheat meals. I'm going to call it indulgent meals. So going without, this indulgence, this overabundance in the indulgence has gotten me in trouble, right? I want to speak for myself, me in trouble in regards to weight gain, right? And there will come a time to where you got to say, you know, this is it. <laughs> like the podcast was last week, you know, this is it. I got to do something different because, you know, this is enough. But those favorite foods, you know, they may not be progressive towards our healthy lifestyle, just just overall. You know what I mean? You know, just the thought of cutting back or eliminating these foods can be depressing. It's like, OK, here's day one. Here's day one of my new diet, you know, health kick. And some people may not just really be that, let's say, ecstatic about it, excited about it, you know. But we got to start thinking long term now. You know, I'll be 42 in December and I didn't grow up rough like that to a point to where, man, I didn't think I was going to live to see 25. No, not not that. But 
you were 20 before, right? You know, you were 22 before. I just don't know about you, but me, I wasn't really thinking about being 41. You know, it wasn't like there was something depressing in my way to block. No, I just, you know, not thinking like that, (laughs) you know, Um, at that time, far as, you know, 22, 23, some people may, you know, I wasn't, it was just, you're young and you're vibrant and you heal faster, but I'm 41 now and things are different. I, I, I don't heal as fast and I have to ask why, you know, or how can I now? And a lot of those answers can revolve around your lifestyle or your physical activity or lack thereof. And you have to make some changes. You know, you have to change your intake. You have to change your physical activity or lack thereof. So this is why I say the thought process of cutting back or eliminating these indulgent foods, they can, they can be depressing because it's like, man, is this food really causing me to be sluggish, inflammation, lack of sleep or horrible sleep, all these type of things. So where your body is changing, you know, your body is changing and it's so important that we think long-term now your, your health is all you got, you know, it's just you is, it's just you. You only have one life to live. So with that being said, it's an investment for the future and what you eat today. And again, nobody is saying, nobody's saying it's stop, like never, never, ever go back to, you know, an indulgent meal or a, you know, a good time amongst friends, family, and, and you're eating or whatever. It's just more so just be aware. You know, there's been plenty of times where I have just eaten blindly, just not aware of the amount of food that I was eating. You know, I wasn't checking for portion sizes. I wasn't checking for calorie count. I wasn't in no place, shape, form, or fashion aware to care. You know what I mean? You know, one minute you're 23 and eating an entire pizza to yourself, and then next thing you know, you're at the doctor's office looking at how much weight you've gained over the past 10 years. And they're like, Hey, you got to take some high blood pressure medicine because all those pizzas you were eating, you know, you didn't stop at 23. You kept doing it when you got older, you know, it's, it's starting to add up and this math, you don't want these numbers from this type of math here. So you're like, Oh my goodness. Okay. I got to cut something out. I got to cut something out. So you go on your journey you begin to reduce, first reduce, first reduce. Some people can go cold turkey. I can go cold turkey with a lot of things, but some people it's a gradual decline. Um, So they reduce, or at least I suggest that to my clients. It's, you know, I know this is a new thing for you, working out and getting your nutrition together and all of that, but try to reduce, Try try to reduce and then eventually, you know, eliminate what you, what's, what's been hindering you, you know? So just with that being said, you know, this, this reducing of 
you know, in, indulgent food, it needs to come to a stop. It needs to come to a halt because, you know, you keep doing it, keep doing it, not, pay it, not, not paying attention to your body or being in denial that whatever that you are eating or have eaten has a possibility, has a possibility, has a possibility to cause the current discomfort that you may be experiencing right now. And the reason why I use and I was emphasizing, you know, the possibility, because, you know, we we can't say this one thing for sure. Some things you can, you know, but, you know, I don't know everybody's life and what they do or what they don't do. So you can't, you know, completely blame, you know, one thing on, on this, some things you can't, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but, but anyway, so, you know, you make your changes, you know, you start reducing or eliminating things, right. And you're weighing every day and you're noticing, you know, changes and then, you come to a halt or you have an indulgent day and it makes you come to a, to a halt. Right. And you see these different numbers on the scale and it's not just weight, you know, you see your body fat, you see your, your water retention or, what your what your body is storing in water, protein, intake, lean muscle mass, and all of that, right? And you've been paying attention to this for a while now. You know, you've been, you know, changing and adjusting for the past two weeks. And when you come to this plateau, you're like, okay, why am I here? How am I here? You know, I was, I was doing good, been doing good, losing weight. And why am I stuck here? Why am I stuck here? And you're like, man, I've already eliminated this. I've already eliminated that. Well, I have to eliminate something else. And you ask yourself, my goodness, what else can't I eat? You know, it's like, man, I've cut back my Reese's cups. (laughs) I cut back my diet dew. I went from Mountain Dew to Diet Dew. You know, I've cut back, you know, just pizza and I end up replacing it with some rice to cauliflower pizza or or some type of healthy alternative that you believe that was working for you. But another level, another devil. When you try to do good, evil is present. So these are lessons, my mother told me and taught me and I understand it more and more because there's different perspectives. You can look at it. It's like I made the good changes, but now I'm stuck. Now it seems like I need to make another change. And sometimes it is tough. Sometimes it is challenging. And now you went from regular Mountain Dew to diet Mountain Dew to now you may have to just eliminate Mountain Dew period. It's time to let it go. You've gone from <laughs> you've gone from a thick deep dish pizza to a thin crust pizza or a uh a vegan or low carb, you know, cauliflower crust 
pizza to where now you're just going to have to go without it. Period. And you do come to that. Oh, man. This again, that side that you had at the very beginning of your day one, your weight loss journey. Right. But look at how the changes that you did make on your day one and day two and day three and everything going forward from there. Look at the great results you've had so far up to this point. And that came from you disciplining yourself, making adjustments daily and saying, Hey, I can't have this. I can't have that. I need to reduce this. And I reduce that. And maybe there were 10 things that eventually you need to get rid of. And maybe you started reducing and gotten rid of, let's say six out of 10, you know, now you got four more left and those four, you may be holding on, holding on to dear life in regards to, I have to keep this. I have to keep this in. I gotta, I gotta keep that. Just experiment with letting something go. Seeing how your body reacts after seven or eight days and just see if that wasn't it, then that wasn't it. But what if it was though? And in my experience, about 95% of the time when I let something go, that's when I broke my plateau bars. I should have wrapped, (laughs) but yeah. So what is it that's in your current intake that you have that you're like, man, I don't want to get rid of it, but I need to. Because I'm at this plateau and I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything right. And I can't get past this. I can't get past this plateau. You got to look over your notes and hopefully you've been documenting. Hopefully you've been tracking. Hopefully you've been writing notes to yourself about your, your intake. Hopefully, hopefully, therefore you can go back, you know, and just look at your trends, the data, the information and you have to make that change. You're like, okay, you know, I need to make another change. I need to make another change. And change does not, change does not, change does not always have to be a takeaway. It doesn't have to be a negative. You know, a change could be an addition versus a subtraction. You know, change doesn't always mean that, you know, it can be, you know, addition, addition. So maybe you need to add more water. Maybe you need to add more sleep. Maybe you need to add more time to your workout or more reps to your workout or more intensity to your workout or more vegetables to your diet. You understand what I'm saying? So with that being said, you have to explore all possibilities. You have to explore all possibilities. Yes, it is challenging, but this will help and can help. I'm going to go with, with, I'm going to go with will. I'm going to go with will versus can. Can is 50, 50. Will is definite. This will ensure you live above ground another day because our intake is what we can control. Our intake is what we can control. And I'm learning more and more about how much control I really have. How much control 
do you have? If you found inspiration in today's podcast and would like to support, then sign up to my weekly newsletter, The Success Fitness Newsletter. You'll get access to my new ebook, How Many Calories Should I Eat? It's a guide with resources within to find your daily caloric intake to ensure success in reaching your fitness goals. You'll also get access to my private Facebook community, Success Fitness Family, and weekly emails when this podcast publishes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. The link to sign up to the Success Fitness Newsletter will be in the description. Thank you for listening to the Success Fitness Podcast. And remember this, if it's not making you stronger, chant more weight, more weight, more weight. Peace out. I gained six pounds in one day and I'm trying not to go crazy. Today is day 95 of my juice fast and my body is holding on to water because this weekend we had an indulge day which i don't want to call it cheat day anymore don't ever want to call it cheat day anymore why i'm grown (laughs) simple as that you know i make my own decisions versus it being so just bad you know again you know let's 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 not villainize food let's stop villainizing food and i think that's a another way to change the culture is an indulge day. And so I've been posting my pictures in my Facebook group, success fitness family. And I won't tell you everything that I had in the, on my indulge day, but I've just been posting those pictures. So stay tuned to that. But today I am 301. I weighed in at 301. Today is day 95. And at this uh, very juncture, right now it is 1.22 p.m. I legit have eight minutes left to record this podcast because I have to go check on some food that I have in the smoker. I can tell you about that a little later. But this morning I had coffee. I had some coffee with regular creamer. I've compared the specs. I understand what I am and taking into my body, and I am settled with that. And at eight o'clock this morning, I did a one mile run. I was only able to run one. I I wanted to I wanted to run three initially. Tell you the truth, it really hasn't been on my mind this week because my times kind of change every single week. You know, my time just changes in regards to like clients um, wanting sessions and different things like that. So I have to adjust. So my client this morning. Uh, was only able to do 30 minutes and that left some time for me to get a quick run in. So that's what I did for my morning cardio. I was able to get one mile and I still got it under nine minutes. So I'm happy about that. And once I finished running, I weighed in and I'm at 301 today. And that leaves me uh, at a total of minus 57 pounds. And I lost one pound from from yesterday at nine o'clock. I had a juice that was 32 ounces Uh, sweet kiss melon. It's pretty much like a a watermelon. I just saw it at Sam's and picked it up. So sweet kiss melon. um, uh, Sweet kiss melon. Uh, Well, it tastes like a cantaloupe. Yeah, I did say that. I'm sorry. Uh, Sweet kiss melon, pears, lettuce and green bell peppers and green bell peppers. So I had that. And then um, my workout. I drank that right before I worked out, and then I uh, when I, I left after my 
my morning run. And then I did 10 minutes on the bike at Gold's. And while I was uh, waiting on a client, I just did 10 minutes on the bike. And then we worked out together for about 45 minutes at a, uh, a shoulder and, and back workout. And I started to bring my handles to the gym because my handles just feel just, just different and I can adjust them. And they've been making a difference with my, uh, my lateral cable raises and just different exercises that I've been doing on, um, the cable machine, the cable machine. So, um, with that being said, the shoulders and, and back. So I did that for about, you know, 45 minutes. And then afterwards I went to Sam's and got some food for my clients that I cook for. And it's only exclusive to my client. So if you want to be part of the game is sign up for one-on-one personal training sessions at christiansweightsuccess.net. The link will be in the show notes, but I do meal prep for my clients. I do try to provide something in addition to, um, you know, just, just working out. So day one meals and I have tried to expand it to entree. So single meals. So what I do have right now is some smoked chicken thighs on the smoker and, and, and some smoked catfish fillets. So I'm going to cook that, some carrots and some quinoa for them. So I will post these pictures and videos in my Facebook group, Success Fitness Family. The link is in the bio. Peace out. Imagine a non-pharmaceutical performance device that can help you breathe easy, reduce exercise fatigue, and shortness of breath, all while improving your cardio performance. It's called the Breather Fit. The Breather Fit is evidence-based, drug-free respiratory muscle training, or RMT for short. It's designed to help athletes of all levels, elite military professionals, first responders, and people with physically demanding roles like you to gain an elite performance edge. Unlike most other respiratory trainers, Breather Fit trains both inspiratory and expiratory muscles. The independent dial system allows you to create highly targeted training protocols as well. With over 2 million units sold, Breather Fit is the next evolution in RMT. It was developed from the success of the Breather Health device. It has also been used in clinical applications to help chronic respiratory illness and help patients regain function and quality of life. Simply put, the RMT protocol designed to work with Breather Fit means working out more effectively and accelerated recovery from your workout. With Breather Fit, all it takes is 10 breaths for two sets, twice a day, six days a week. You can also record your performance to get useful and timely feedback with the Breather Coach app. Breather Fit is your secret weapon to maximize performance and meet your personal best. With Breather Fit, you work hard, but breathe easy. Use my code FITBREATHE at checkout to get 20% off at pnmedical.com slash product slash breather dash fit. The link will be in my show notes.